Sony. Good morning, Canada. Today's date is January 10th, 2021. This is Lewis with another Canadian Common Sense rant. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. We've all heard that. It's a, it's a well-known saying. It's a very old saying, and it's true. It's 100% true. And what does it mean? It means that you enact laws or policies that have good intentions, but they have unintended consequences that you either didn't know or ignored. Uh, there was, this is, this is one I always bring up when I talk about, about it is, uh, back in the Stephen Harper days of, uh, Canadian government, the, uh, Stephen Harper government attempted to pass a, a law that would allow law enforcement in Canada to, Read your emails without a warrant or without you even knowing. And it was all in the name of national security. It's much like the, uh, the, uh, Patriot Act in the U S we all know that one very well. It's the, it's the, the Patriot Act was passed by the Bush administration right after September 11th in order to combat terrorism and the Patriot Act, because how can you vote against something called the Patriot Act, uh, included provisions for law enforcement to be able to enter your home without a warrant, as long as they said that you were suspected of terrorism. It also said that they could search and seize anything that they wanted as long as they said that you, that the that you were suspected of terrorism it also said that they could arrest and detain you for ever without a trial as long as they said you were suspected of terrorism and that's and that's very much uh, in the vein of what this law was that uh, that the Stephen Harper conservative government was attempting to pass. Um, I was fully opposed to it, even though I fully supported Stephen Harper and the conservative party. Uh, this is actually something that showed me just how blind... Uh, just how blindly people will follow their chosen party. Because people I knew who were all about freedom and all about rights and all about all about personal responsibility uh, suddenly supported this draconian law. 
Um, we have search and seizure laws and we have the Charter of Rights and Freedoms for a reason, and it's to protect us from overreaching governments. And many of these people I know who be, just because they voted for Harper or they or they were self-described conservative supporters or voters automatically supported this law. Even though if it was put up by a liberal, they would have opposed it. They would have opposed it vehemently. They would have been like foaming at the mouth in in fighting it to keep it from passing if it was put up by a liberal. But because it was put up by conservatives, they fully supported it without question. And I got into quite an argument at, at a barbecue uh, over it with some of my wife's extended family uh, who were very conservative, like f- more conservative than I am. And yet they fully supported it. And they said, well, we've got to protect our country from terrorism. And I said, I agree, we do. But you can't just... You can't just allow the government to send police officers after you without a warrant and search your personal property and your communications and all of that without you even knowing about it. You, you just can't do that. And they argued with me about this. And I said, look, I said, do we live in a free country or do we not? And they said, yes. And I said, if you allow that, that law to pass, we don't. We don't live in a free country then. And they said, well, we need to do this in the name of, of, of security, in the name of safety. Got to protect Canadian citizens from harm. And I said, we do have to protect Canadian citizens from harm. But I said, there's one very important thing you're forgetting. I said, it's that we live in a free country. And there are risks to living in a free country. One of those risks is the risk of terrorism. I would rather live in a free country and risk a terrorist attack than to live in an authoritarian dictatorship where I have no rights and freedoms and still have terrorist attacks. And it's often that where in these countries where they've got where the government has authoritarian control in the name of security that you get more terrorist attacks i said living free comes with risk And I would rather deal with that risk 
because it's infinitely small, then give up my rights. Now, why, why am I talking about this today? Well, because we have seen in, in the U.S. in the last few days, in this past week, a lot of turmoil, a lot of upheaval. Rioters uh, descending upon the Capitol building and breaking in and... They ended up with like five people dead, including a police officer. Um, And the government's response to this, well, let me rephrase that. The Democratic Party's response to this is to ban everything Republican. Ban everything right-wing. Google... Apple, Amazon have all banned Parley or Parler, which is a free speech social media app. Um, Wrongly characterized as a right-wing extremist app by the Democrats and people on the left. It is simply allowing free speech. But they've gone ahead and banned that app to prevent to prevent people from having their free speech online. Twitter is banning everybody that they don't agree with, including a sitting president Facebook has done the same thing. And it's they claim it's with good intentions. Well, this road to hell, I believe, is not paved with good intentions. This road to hell is paved with malice. They don't like that people have different opinions. Well, and and you'll see that like 50% of the population in the U.S. and probably something around 70% of the population in Canada all agree with this. They agree with these moves. There was even a Democratic senator who called for every single Republican elected official to be removed from office over what happened. As if they somehow had a hand in it happening. Now, the people who support this, this is where the road to hell is paved with good intentions because the people who are calling for all these people to be removed from office for censorship and all of that. They're the elected officials and they're doing this out of malice. They're doing this with the thought that it's going to keep them in power forever. 
The people who support it see it as, oh, they're trying to prevent something like this from happening again. And the problem is, is that the people supporting it don't see that as soon as there is another political party in power, the precedent has been set and you can't stop that party from doing what this party just did. It's like the guy who, who thinks that he's the bear's friend and the bear turns and attacks him and he goes, why, why are you doing this? I'm your friend. It doesn't stop with just this. And those, and the people behind it are never happy with just this. Why do you think woke culture has gotten so out of control? It started with one thing, people caved. It went to the next thing, people caved. It went on to another thing, and people caved. Well, they're never satisfied. And, they're, and they get this rush that they've now got power over people. And they can make people say or do whatever they want. It never stops. And then when it's the other side that decides to do it, when they get into power or when they get the upper hand, now they come after you the people who supported the initial moves, the initial laws, the initial censorship. Now the other side comes after you. And you go, whoa, how did this happen? Well, I'm telling you how it happened. You supported it in the first place. You just don't like it that they're coming after you now. But that's how dictatorships are built. That's how authoritarian control happens. It's from people trading their rights and freedoms for, and I use air quotes, security. I'd like you to think about that today. And let that affect the way you look at things in the future. Because there's lots of things that conservatives have proposed or done that I disagree with. I don't just support them blindly. And there's things that the liberals, that liberals and NDP parties have done in this country that I do agree with. And I do support them when they happen. Because... I don't blindly hate them. There are consequences to everything we do. And the best way to decide if what you are proposing is good or bad is to imagine how your opponents would use it. If you're trying to enact a law, if you want to know if that's a good law or not, 
Imagine how your opponents would use it. Would they be able to abuse it? If they can, and if you if you can imagine yourself using it in the wrong way, then maybe that law is not a good law. <laughs>